Mikey, Mikey and Rinidin. Yum. A show about the serious and not so serious parts of our edible world. Let's eat. Hey guys, welcome to Mikey and Rin Eat In. It's Mikey bringing you a freezing cold fresh from the freezer <laughs> episode. Uh, this is where we revisit episodes that we've recorded and put out in the past, um, but ones that seem relevant to things that are happening in our lives now and things that are happening in our world. Um, obviously, this is a food show. Obviously. All we want to talk to you guys about is mozzarella sticks and yummy roasted chicken and ice cream pick a thing that makes your mouth water. We want to talk about that. Historically, for those of you that have been with us for a long time, this show has always been about food, but it was also about our journey through the world of fertility, infertility, trying to have a baby, um, and then how kind of we were using food to help Corinne get pregnant, uh, help keep us happy, be our salve, be our therapist, be the thing that we use to celebrate, all those things. Um, as many of you may or may not know, uh, we did IVF. Uh, we tried to have a baby for a couple years on our own. And then we found out that, you know, due to a couple different circumstances, uh, many of which we've talked about on the show, we, we needed to do IVF. IVF was going to be the thing that was going to allow us to have a baby, which we wouldn't have been able to otherwise. Absolutely not. And uh, so after two years of trying, quote unquote, naturally, which I, it's a term that I don't really like to use, uh, we decided to employ the help of an IVF clinic and an IVF doctor. And they were able to, well, we're going to get into it next episode. Next episode, we're going to do a whole thing about, um, of course, what's happening in Alabama. I hope that everybody is focusing on this and knowing that this is... Um, the new a new fight for um, the war against women, and this is a new way for the GOP to restrict women's health and to put uh, to silence a lot of voices. And it's just it's out of control. It's fucking nuts. And I, who I've been calling the hypocrites, you know, these are people that you know they want more babies in the world, and they think that life starts at a, the erection. It's fucking nuts and it's now on you know all of the things the abortion fight has been on our turf as well because this is something that we fully believe in and um corinne had an abortion and it was an amazing thing that we were able to have that option that we live in a state where we could do that in a safe and effective way um under the guidance of very supportive healthcare professionals and then ivf um I don't even know what we're talking about. You know, it's the idea that we're talking about, uh, you know, an embryo. It's a, it's a comp, it is a complicated subject. I will say, cause an embryo, you know, is, yeah, it's a three to five day, you know, gestated being it's, uh, it's a, you know, a collection of cells at that point. I will say that once we had gotten to the point where we had three embryos, I would have fought and died for those embryos. Like to me, they were, my babies. But I also understand and understood at the time too that there may come a time where we don't end up using them or the, you know the the pregnancy might not take and I was also okay with that. I was also okay with the idea that we might decide to destroy them at some point. 
I fully believe in the rights of a woman to make the decision for everything that comes from and is in her body. And I just think the idea that <laughs> I saw someone, you know, post a thing that had a picture of a grape and they were saying, you know, and they said in Alabama, this is a bottle of wine. And I just think we need to have a more nuanced conversation about about this stuff. I just think we have non-scientific, non-nuanced thinkers making these gigantic decisions for people. And it's really scary. And it's a slippery slope. I will I will digress. So this week we're putting out an episode that we was originally put out. Hold on, let me just double check. August 26th, 2021. We were deep in it. We were going through IVF. Um, this is an episode that we recorded in our van. And uh, I think it was the first time that I had given Corinne um, the fertility shots uh, in her butt in the van. And, you know, this was um, this was us in the process. This was us dealing with the pain, but also the hope that comes with IVF. And um, and I just, you know, it's it's a it's hard for me to even remember this time now, but it is so important. And I think it's an important thing to have in the conversation right now is to hear, um, you know, we are two people that wanted to have a baby and now have a baby from IVF. We wanted to have a baby more than anything, and um, and the fact that we were able to do IVF was was a godsend. And this is coming from someone that doesn't believe in God. It was an amazing thing. It was an you know it was it's a amazing uh, innovation, scientific innovation that this is something that can happen uh, for people. So fuck you, Alabama. Um, everybody say it with me. Fuck you, Alabama. And I don't know. Everybody just you know get informed, think about the human cost of all these things, um, and, you know, have a little bit more of a nuanced brain. And keep all of this on your mind as we had, as we're, we are in an election year. It matters who runs our country. It matters who we elect to our offices. And uh, if you're someone who has to go through uh, healthcare of a lot of different varieties, um, but especially women's healthcare, you should really be involved in politics because they are going to tell you what you can and can't do with your body as quickly as they can. So without further ado, here is the episode affable and effable. <laughs> we love you guys. Bye. Mikey and Rin stay in. Oh, yeah. Hi, guys. Welcome to Mikey and Rin Stay In. It's your handsomest host, Mikey. <laughs> and your affable host, <laughs> Rin Dog. Fucking affable. <laughs> That's laughable. You pick the word affable. What's affable mean to you? You know, agreeable. <laughs> Just, you know. It's like the, it's like a real base level compliment that you could give to somebody. I know. <laughs> he's, I, it, he's an affable gent. The only time that I remember it was the fact that you brought it up 26 times during um, our wedding. Why? Because you're <laughs> no, I said, oh. saying like you're calling me affable. And this is, I'm affable. That's why we're getting married. Um, <laughs> I'm affable. I'm you're affable. Let's affable. do it forever. I just thought you were saying effable the whole time. And I was like, yeah, I am super fuckable. You're right. <laughs> that is why you're so lucky to marry me. We're in our um, in our van. <laughs> it feels so Coming creepy. Coming to you level. live. Super. For the first time out of our van. It does feel 
really weird. Mostly because I don't want to move the microphone. Oh, yeah. And so okay I'm sitting very rigidly. <laughs> you are sitting. She's not even to look at me. <laughs> <laughs> and not rotating my head. Not like my head's attached to the microphone. The only thing. But... Right. <laughs> she has a Britney mic on, folks. <laughs> so the only thing that's going to make it loud, I think, is if we touch this part. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's like an that's arm. The that's the part that's right on my chest. Well, move it to the side. Okay, here we oh, go. Oh, here she goes, folks. Oh, God. Oh, God. And she's turning the microphone. No, twist it like this. Like, push it this way. I also have tea in my hand. Oh, yeah. And she's got tea in her hand. We're multitasking. Um, I'll I'll have some patter to fill in the space here. Uh, <laughs> well, the other thing that, that I think feels weird about it is we're sitting, so we're in a very, like, secluded um, camping spot in a campground. But we are in the campground and there's like, we rolled up and there's the, the camp next to us. We just, there was nobody there. But we noticed there was like 17 kids bikes and we were like, <laughs> how many fucking kids are there? And so we're in this campground where there's all these like families doing their thing. And I feel like we're like a couple of um, aspiring child molesters like talking in dulcet <laughs> With tones. With a murdered out van. van. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have all the windows or all the windows covered right now. We're recording. <laughs> I know. And we just came from... Um... Like for all intents and purposes, the retirementiest <laughs> campground that I've ever been to. Yeah, it was so quiet by eight p.m. Totally, and everybody not was a child like, in sight. Yeah, and everybody was like on. These were all like professional RVers yeah. who like are on you if like your you know your your tent is off or something like that, or you've got like your poop <laughs> pipes going into the wrong. Well, thing. and people that have flags and stuff like that out in front because they're they're parked there for so long. Oh yeah, one one uh, couple said. The ultimate social distancers, or something like that. Oh, funny! Um, I didn't see that. And yeah, well, it's there. it's funny because we don't usually stay in RV parks. Like we, we'll stay in like state parks. She's blowing it over here, but we'll stay in like state parks and stuff because they're normally it's like beautiful and you can be out in it. And and then we'll stay in like uh, you know the woods. Yeah. Yeah, but it's so it's funny to be in like an established RV site. We just were kind of like getting in late, but it's such a fucking funny culture. Oh, yeah. Because it's like a little Trumpy, but then it's also like kind of there's hippies. I don't know. It's like I kind of dig it. Well, and it's, there's this convergence point, right? Oh, yeah. Where they're probably all anti-maskers and anti-vaxxers. <laughs> <laughs> it does feel that way. Yeah. It's a little. Yeah. No, but I think it's we've talked about this for a long time is like where are the places in our world still where like people from the far left and people on the far right come together. And like, I'm in a lot of those places cause it's like ski towns are mm -hmm. big like that mountain biking places. Cause it's like, Oh, you've got like the mountain biker yoga skiing crowd. Craft beer. Like probably, yeah. <laughs> searching for hazy IPAs and tribe <laughs> called quest. And then you've got the ranchers or whatever that are, that might be more Christian or more conservative and they all come together there. And it's so interesting to see people, how they relate the conversations that they have, I think it's something that we need to like work on as a as a as a uh, country is like look at those places, look at how these people are either able to or not able to kind of talk about things, mm -hmm. and if it's positive, then extract some of that shit. Yeah, they're good little microcosms. I mean, state park campgrounds are is is a huge one that as... I hadn't thought about. Yeah, no, because it's like in a neighborhood you can like segregate yourself kind mm -hmm. of like we live in a neighborhood where like if you flew a trump flag your fucking house would be burned down <laughs> yeah that's true. for sure <laughs> or like passive aggressively it'd be organic egged or something like that you know <laughs> <laughs> there'd be biodegradable 
shit bags all over your lawn. <laughs> yeah, it's it's real funny. Shithi, are we living your um, mm. ultimate childhood fantasy right now? We're Hell yeah. in a fort, basically. Totally, it's a fort on a fort on wheels. A fort on wheels. Yes. Um, and everybody's listening to you right now. And everybody's listening to me. Everyone's listening. You have the stage. Yep. Yeah, that's part of my my childhood dream. We're also like backed up to a gigantic sand dune right now. Yeah. That goes down to a lake. God, this is the prettiest place like it's so of pretty. all time. It's so beautiful. Where are we? Um, Florence, Oregon, near Florence. Yep. In a just place called South of Florence. Yeah, Honeydew Melon Campground or something like that. <laughs> it's a state park. It's awesome. Jesse Honeyman. Honeyman. Jesse Honey- Honeyman. Honeyman? Yeah. Yeah. Honeyman. We took a hike to rival any hike that anyone's ever taken in the entire For world real. today. Totally. There was you walked on the ocean. Yep. You walked in a sand dune. Indeed. You got to a lake. I swam. You were in a temperate rainforest, apparently. I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> it was so beautiful. And this was all in six miles. Yeah, it was crazy. And we yeah, I loved it. I know. And this, so uh, this episode is brought to you by the uh, Tourism Board of Oregon. <laughs> right. Come here, spend your money, and what? Take some hikes. Love letter. Oh, to it's Oregon. so awesome. I really. Well, we're also on a part of the coast. We're kind of a little bit more south, like five hours from Portland or something. So it's just a little further than we're usually willing to drive. But we came down for our ninth anniversary, which was <gasps> yesterday. Yeah. And we're in, we're seeing parts of Oregon that we like have never hung out in. And it's, dope yeah like, we were meant I haven't heard to enough be people talk about this shit we were meant to be in crater lake which is this right. incredible national park but it's um it's on fire folks oh yeah it's snoop it dog really smoke really out. smoky we got there and it was saying like that it was basically the same air quality as in portland so it was like beautiful and blue skies so we like drove up there and as we were driving the like we have this like of an air quality app and i opened it like when we were 30 minutes out or whatever and it ju- had jumped to like unhealthy proportions and then by the time we got there you basically couldn't even see the lake Mm-mm. like so we were like fuck this and we drove out <laughs> we drove out a different way than we had come in and just so happened to drive the route directly through where like there's active fires going on now like we saw shit smoldering we oh, saw yeah. like 8 billion firefighters and it was like insanely smoky like we had masks on in the van with the like you know recirculating air going it was terrible. Yeah, it was intense. That shit is like being in hell or the like being alive during the apocalypse or something. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. You know what I don't hate is getting to hang out with you, first of all. Aw. Um been touching here, folks. She's literally touching me. <laughs> Not naughty places. It's just as just searching, searching for a segue. Um <laughs> And I thought, you know what I don't hate is a good one. And I don't hate you. I also don't hate um, our new um, data plan that we've just upgraded. To oh, yeah. That I was Let's just talk about it. That I was just thinking this about. Because section... there was many moments where we, you know, were using data in order to find, okay, what's the, like, campground we're going to go to? What's the direction we're going to travel in? Yep. What's the air quality index? And I'm just really grateful that we had an, an unlimited an data unlimited plan. Unlimited data plan in order to look for all those things. Hell yeah. And we, so we recently, this uh, section of the show is sponsored by Verizon Wireless. 
They paid us twenty billion dollars to talk about them on our on our show because they we're allowed so us to upgrade to their popular. unlimited data plan. Yeah, they as a gift to us, they let us upgrade to their unlimited program. We've been we've been working on and. If you guys ever follow how many gigs you go through, because I bet you it's more than us, we had two of us on a four gigabyte plan for years. Yeah, pretty deep. We had like our fucking, I had my, um, I you know, the uh, podcast app, my Spotify app, all those set to Wi-Fi only. Like mm-hmm. I, have, I have not downloaded a podcast in the wild oh. for probably 10, 12 years. How good did it feel? Oh, like, I'm like, I literally. illicit. Let me just say that. I just have my phone right now just watching YouTube videos. <laughs> I just have them playing constantly just because I fucking can. In yeah. HD. Yeah. Suck it. <laughs> yeah, just so many programs running. I just have ASMR background. programs. It's people like shaving microphones and popping bubbles really lightly on, on with their mouths. 24-7, baby. Just because I can. I like that segue. So, yeah, so uh, ninth anniversary. Yes. Fucking huge. Fucking huge, bro. We had a really, we had a really sweet day. We've just had a really, this is the end of um, what would have been maternity slash paternity leave. Totally. So, um, Mikey and I both, well, you're headed back. Yes. To travel and yep, work September next 1st. week. Yeah. And then I head back on September 3rd. Totally. Um, and then we're right quick into transfer date. Totally. September 8th. And I just think one of the things that we've not really talked about a ton on the show, well, for one thing, because we basically took off from the show even while we took off this summer. But um, I think we might have mentioned it last time. But just I want to commend you um, on pushing us to take the leave because i think that it's something that when we tell people about it they're like oh my gosh that's wonderful and amazing that you're able to do that or whatever and you know it's and but nobody would question nobody questions when someone takes maternity leave and i just think it's really awesome to set a precedent and maybe to talk to people about losing a baby anytime during pregnancy is obviously insanely difficult, but especially a late later term pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And you should take time to be in it. Right. People like and go you back should to be work supported right away. Right. Yeah. We're in, a, we're in a position where we were able to do that. And yeah. that's a, it's a pretty rare and privileged thing. Totally. To we be both able work to do. We both work for ourselves and yep. so we were able to do it. We have enough money saved that yeah, we could do it. Totally. But it's but New Zealand, right? Mm-hmm. They passed um maternity leave after a miscarriage. If you want to I guess I don't know what you would call it. Not maternity, I guess, but Yeah, grieving leave. Grieving leave. <laughs> right? Sorry. Not to make fun of it, fun of it. <laughs> grieving leave. Wavy gravy. Um, yeah, we talked about this. But I think it's amazing. This, yeah, I think we on did. the last show. And it's really, um, I don't know. I, this this time for me has just been invaluable. I think yeah. that, you know, we both like our work. Um, mm-hmm. And, but there's also a lot of um, care and time and a lot of us that we have to pour into our work and especially yeah. you know i just i think also being in a uh care profession there's 
you know, there's a lot, there's a lot, there's a lot that you pour in. Of course. And, um, and I think there's people that are also really good at then kind of extracting themselves from their work mm. and I'm not good at that. And so, yeah. <laughs> so I just noticed how, um, the, how different I feel, right? Yeah. Um, not kind of carrying around, um, challenge and suffering of other people and i've really i don't know just felt really really so happy and grateful that we've gotten to yeah i mean you also work with kids yeah that was so it's just like fucking salt in the wound to begin with right and then you also just it's what makes you a great practitioner maybe not the greatest business person (laughs) but you like you know you work 160 percent on the, on your patients, right. right? I mean, would you take too much, I would argue to say too much of your time thinking about what they're going through and taking it on. And it was, I mean, dude, the, I think, I think it took you maybe two or three weeks of the summer yeah, to, to like really in. chill into it. Mm-hmm. Cause when I saw it happen, when you actually like, were like, oh yeah, I don't actively have to think about that patient right now. Yeah. You were just lighter. Yeah. So, and I just think, yes, we're going back into work, which is stressful, but you know, but having this basically three months off and then going into a transfer mm-hmm. like you've been able to like eat what you want we've been cooking tons of you've been cooking tons of great food i've been cooking kind of my normal butter soaked cheese um <laughs> with top of pepperoni you know but the uh but you've been cooking such like amazing meals we've been chopping at the farmer's market we've been outside in the sun like your body is so ready to be a mama right now yeah hell yeah yeah we've um we're on the road finished up antibiotics finished up yeah birth control finished up antibiotics this is all a part of IVF for those of you that don't know um different clinics do it differently but you're on birth control so they can sort of control your cycle they let you know when they want you to come off antibiotics are part of things just in case there's some like errant infection somewhere right and they're so you, burly. You go on doxycycline for 10 days and then again for another four days before the transfer, which is wild. And I had to go through, I had to take the doxycycline before I gave my. Your sperm The sample. only part of uh, IVF that I've been involved in. Yes. Yeah. Every slow clap for Mikey, everybody. <laughs> Can we get that? Hey, just a moment of silence. Yes. For, for how much the men the suffer. And suffering. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. But I will say the doxycycline fucked me up. Oh my god, I know it does fuck it me was, up too. It's I a weird real like shit. um feelings of frostbitedness almost like, <laughs> on my hands. I get these weird um <laughs> moments of it feels like I've got like tiger balm or icy mm. hot or something on my hands. Yeah, I remember that. We got yeah. that together. On my nose. We're also watching weird. the dumbest show in the world right now called Manifest. If you haven't watched it, don't. Or do it's so schlocky and stupid. Oh God, it's embarrassing. But what, like, I'm, spoiler I'm alert: there's a dude that's dying on dry land in like the summer of frostbite because <laughs> of like this woo stuff that happened in the story, and it's so stupid. Yeah. We've just been laughing. <laughs> no, it's not great. It's not great. Yeah, but that's but, but you're um, ready. Yeah, and then starts uh, estrogen mm. injections. So these are not belly injections. These are now kind of. Booty. injections on the booty i think we called booty. it haunches the last time Ooh, i was calling it um the gunslingers the guns like it's where your guns yeah. are if you're gonna pull a gun in the mm-hmm. old west yeah 
<laughs> Imagine the old West if they had IVF. Ew. Like no other technology. <laughs> they just had IVF. Just IVF. <laughs> like, wow, I don't Everything know how we're able exactly the yeah, same. doing the ultrasounds and stuff. I don't know why we have this $35,000 ultrasound, <laughs> $135,000 ultrasound machine, but right. and we don't have clean drinking water. But right. <laughs> Yeah, people are like dying butthole. of dysentery every day. But I just, all I can think about with the Old West and kind of any time before like 1960 is just, I just think about how much people's butts smelled. Ooh, yeah. Like how many people in the Old West just smelled like rancid BO mm -hmm. and then a little bit of butt smell? Mm -hmm. o almost all of them. Yeah, I, I, I think you're right. And I know there was rivers and stuff then, but like yeah. they hadn't really perfected, hey, you need to put some soap on that. <laughs> Like daily. <laughs> <laughs> Medieval times and like those fucking, I watch Game of Thrones and all I can think about is everybody has a fucking uh, bacterial vaginosis. vaginosis. <laughs> is that how you say it? Bacterial. Vaginosis. Yep, vaginosis. Yep. And then everybody just has like, ew, but. Yeah. And lots of STIs floating around. Oh, tons of those. Totally. Yep. Yeah. Ugh, God, I don't even want to think about it. Mm -hmm. Let's not. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not and no say we did. No dirty butts or STIs in here. Ew. I mean, I do kind of have a dirty butt. That's Gross, dude. I haven't showered. I no swim. Shower I just swim in a lake, and Rindog needs to just pull it together and just jump in the lake. I know. Yeah. Should we do that? Mm. Let's see how much how much time we've given people here. Is there anything else we need to tell anybody? <laughs> That's been twenty minutes or so. Yeah. I'm like falling asleep in the van. It's so comfortable. I know it's real cozy in here. We've got a we, good life. Here. We do. I love you. We're um we've been floating the thought of starting another podcast. Um, because of this this podcast is so wonderful and the people that listen are amazing. But I also have a lot of people in my orbit and um our world that I don't think listen because it's like too specific. So we were thinking about having like starting a podcast, like a fun food podcast mm -hmm. we are tossing it around yeah and we have some great ideas but like what would you guys want to hear if you love us and you want to hear something cool from us i don't know let us know let's eat at mikeyandrinstayin.com or you can put it in an apple when you give us an a five-star apple review then just write it in the notes like hey you guys should have a show where you only eat lasagna um naked <laughs> and then just tell and us about really slow chew it mm, slurp very close to the microphone yeah glurp and chew mm -hmm. i like it mm -hmm. but yeah let us know what you'd want to hear uh and without show would be like just for funsies like we'd be eating you'll maybe it'll be more even more dick and fart jokes how the fuck is that possible how's that possible well it could just be chock-a-block it could be lasagna dicks maybe the lasagna is made of dicks and farts <laughs> <laughs> sounds delicious yummy um but yeah that's all we got yeah holler at us um we love you guys we're gonna be at home a lot more now because we're starting back to our, our regular lives i think the podcast will be coming out more yeah it's true we'll definitely keep you updated um this first you know month six weeks mm -hmm. um is really the kind of like rapid development on both baby end if i do get pregnant and also just we find out a lot of information pretty quickly so i'll do the transfer on the 8th and then on the 17th is uh my first blood test to find out if i'm pregnant 
Yeah. And One... I gotta say, I am. I'm terrified. <laughs> I really am yeah. feeling like um, so much more nervous than the last time. So much more nervous. Yeah. I know we talked about this last episode, you know, and you asked me if I was, because I said I was feeling great about it. You know, yeah. I'm feeling great. And I think I've, um, I don't know, I think I've thrown up a bunch of armor and and also kind of an argument that we went through kind of the worst thing, one of the worst things that you can go through, like we, and we fucking handled it and our relationship's even like better for it. Um, but I think there's, I'm more, way more af- afraid than I than I give credit to that I'm giving myself kind of space for right now because it's, I don't know. I've just decided to go in with like the power of positivity, but it's scary as shit, dude. I know. I was going to ask you to sprinkle some of your positivity potpourri on me. Well, and I, <laughs> I've got it, dude. I mean, I'm like, I, I do think that like, this is going to be awesome. It's going to be easy. And it's just going to be like what the pregnancy always should have been. And what I hope, everybody's pregnancies are like Mm. i think it's going to be that i really do yeah it's interesting because i've really let myself this time around entertain the alternatives of which Mm. there are many Mm -hmm. i feel like the last time i didn't allow for that um, yeah because it was like i can't let anything else in my brain except for this is going to work and this is how I'm going to become a mom. Yeah, totally. And I think now I'm, I don't know. I feel like I'm coming in with positivity. Yes. I want this to work. I'm, I'm, I'm dabbling in that. Mm -hmm, Yeah. (laughs) What positivity I feel like I can muster. But then I also have thought, what does it look like Mm. for us to adopt? And I've actually like gotten on the, internet and started looking at that what does it look like to foster an older kid or like older parents would that be something that we could do what does it look like to be childless and yeah that actually feels um i don't know expansive in some way to look at all those things yeah yeah i mean it does also like it doesn't pigeonhole, you know, I think there's some way to look at IVF, like the commitment, the time commitment, the money commitment, the like mm-hmm. all the kind of like the the power that you give over to the people that are doing it. You're like, this is the, this is the way, this is the only way. Mm-hmm. When in fact, there's like a million different versions of us in the future. Yeah. Yeah. And we, do you want to adopt 55 dachshunds? Yes. And live on an island? Yes. Oh. <sighs> I literally can't think of anything I'd want more. See? Yeah. Just have a dog island where we just love like three-legged dogs and blind dogs. Mm-hmm. Well, it does take some of the power back, right? Because it, you know, I think that I can get a little bit into a mm, victim-y loop or something. Sure. And um, it's actually, I have made the choice to do IVF. I have made the choice to get on hormones and, um, and do all of these things. It's fucking powerful, man. 
yeah, it's, it's, I don't know that sometimes I think it's gotten lost on me in the four years that we've been walking that it's your choice or that it's a powerful place to stand in. I, it's hard to feel that way because it does feel like you're, it's like begging or something. Mm -hmm. It feels like you're like, I'm doing this desperate thing. That's like the only option, but actually no, it is an option that we chose conscientiously Mm -hmm. as Mm -hmm. confident, powerful humans, you know? Right, Right. And it's been, I mean, and we did it once and it was successful. Right. Very much so. Right. Like you had a successful pregnancy until it wasn't. Right. Until we found out that we had to end the pregnancy in our baby's life. You know, like that baby was cooking along. Right. Right. And IVF did that. A thing that we chose. Right. Yeah. We're just giving each other like the most powerful high five you've ever seen right now. It's like. (laughs) (laughs) It did just echo throughout this entire campground yeah everybody just shut up because <laughs> we high five super high five a su five <laughs> shut up wow i know that we were ready to end but i just oh um, no i love that thinking yeah just thinking about that well we haven't talked enough about how like we've been like where we've been at with it mm-hmm. i think i think i've spent the whole summer basically being like that's gonna happen it's gonna be super easy i don't even need to think about it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then what gave Rennie her second shot last night in the butt in the van. And that was awesome. First butt shot in the van. First butt shot in the van. I mean. Well. <laughs> was it? What are we talking? <laughs> Bing, bang, pow, zip. <laughs> um, jizz. But the. <laughs> that made it more real. Yeah. Yeah. Like sticking a needle in your butt. I'm like, oh, wow, no, we're actually jumping back on this motherfucking train, mm-hmm. and who knows where we're headed. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. Love you guys. We do love you. Thanks for tuning in. I uh, hope that our um, voices massaged your eardrums in a way that was pleasurable, expedient, and... Entertaining. Ooh, nice. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't work there really, but I'm just ramming it in. Affable. Affable. I'm F I'm affably effable. Or is it I'm affably affable? No, I'm so affable it makes me fuckable. Yeah, there you go. I'm effably affable. Mm -hmm. There you go. Done. My info. Nope. Let's eat at Review us on Apple. Just keep listening to us yeah. and send us your what the food show you want. Well, like, what do you want our food show to be? What do you want to hear? What yep. would be helpful, entertaining, and affable, and super fun? Mm-hmm. Like, how how can we fit in all of the jokes that we make <laughs> while uh, whilst also eating crispy French fries and foie gras? <laughs> Let us know. I'm Mikey. I'm Rin. And tonight. What's a van song that we can sing to? Cruising down, down, down. Well, It's got to be. It's got to be a Luther song. Oh, it's got to be a Luther Vandross song. Da 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 da. Stay in. Stay in. Yeah. Stay in. Stay in. In the motherfucking van with Luther Vandross. <laughs> okay, bye. We hope you guys liked that episode. Um, it's so wild to listen back to kind of where our heads were at. And you know what? I'm, I'm proud of us for being so positive and funny when we were going through something that was really scary. 
And uh, again, I just want you guys to stay on top of things, vote, stay informed, kick the assholes out that are trying to do this if they're in your state. And I don't know, give as much time and money as you can to people that are fighting against this. Planned Parenthood um, is amazing. The ACLU is amazing. Um, Support anything local that you can and stand up for your rights. We love you guys. Reach out. Uh, let's eat at MikeyandRin.com. Uh, Instagram is at Mikey and Rin. And we'll talk to you guys next week.